I should turn off the ceiling fan. It does look like it could fall on you at any point now. Well, wouldn't that be a dream come true for you? It would be a dream come true if it happened on the podcast so we could laugh forever. What happens if it like chopped my arm off? Well, then we would have to mm, uh, give Boston a bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Luckily for us, my son, Boston, is not in this bedroom. He's with his mother, who's being awesome and taking care of him as we do this so we don't have to listen to him. Although uh, he has some amazing lungs, and he will be a great rapper one day. Or a country singer. I'm not going to hold his potential down with my choice. And, you know, by the time he's grown up, there might not be rap music or country music. It might be crunchy rap. Crunchy? Yeah, I don't know. I just made that up. So Country rap? Crunch? This is episode Raps? four? No. <laughs> that doesn't work. Uh, yes? So this is episode four. Then on episode three, your son wasn't here yet. No, he was not. So you are now a dad. Uh, yeah. Congratulations. That's exciting. How are you feeling? Um, I'm uh, good. It's pretty great having a son. Um, a lot of poop. But uh, the sad part, true, is I've dealt with a lot of poop in my own life normally wow you can read that as you want i'm just saying <laughs> i don't think anybody wants to know that nobody wants those details okay well uh yeah lots of poop uh it does not smell like roses and um it uh it's gross but it's pretty awesome having this kid and the probably my favorite thing i mean there's lots of things about him he has super acute uh eyes that are probably going to change color soon i guess that's what happens i don't my wife explains this to me um but he's uh, a chubby monkey so he's super cute um and uh yeah i mean easily my favorite is uh flesh to flesh oh that's it's not terrible flesh to flesh flesh to flesh is when oh shirtless i have my son on my chest so he can feel the bonding and uh feel the love and the heat and so that's easily one of my favorite things and and lately i've been staying up to like five in the morning so my wife can get a whole night's sleep um, and so, and then I've been doing all the research I can. Uh, is there a monster or a ghost behind me? It looked like the door opened by itself. <laughs> so, uh, I guess I'll get back to this, but I was telling Derek earlier today, um, I'm, I'm, my house might be haunted. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a believer in anything like that. But uh, but I uh, was in the bathroom, and uh, it was doing this knocking, like a... Oh, let's see. Something like that. Uh, that's not really a knocking. That's a snapping. <laughs> I have this new uh, thing, so it's keeping it from making the loud noises I normally do. Oh, there it goes. Something like that, right? So then I go into the bathroom, and I'm like, that's weird. And it's in a small wall between the washing machine and the bathroom. And so I'm mm. like, that's weird. And so then I walk up to it, and I tap at it, and then it taps back. I jump, and I'm like, ah! And my wife's like <laughs> laughing at me. I'm like, let's just pretend that didn't happen. So you are not a believer of ghosts. Um, I mean, I'm a believer of Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> I like that movie. So, Even the remake wasn't bad. It was funny. So you're a believer of Ghostbusters. So what do you make of that Old Testament passage in First Samuel when Saul is, is brought back by the witch in Endor? Witch sure. of Endor. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's weird that uh, 
that is a situation. But no, I, 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 I mean, obviously, uh, he is not a fan of that situation when, uh, when homies like, yo, Hey, and he's like, what are you doing? I don't need to be here right now. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a proof statement of a ghost. Um, but I don't know if they haunt my house is what mm. I mean by that. I see. Um, and th- isn't that the only scripture that explains that? Seems to be. Okay. So what was, what was the point of that one? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if you believed in them at all or I, if you... I mean, don't get me wrong. I freaked out often. I've definitely been afraid to wake up and be afraid like if I see like random children running through my house. Uh, that's not cool. And I've had dreams like that. And that's not, that's not, that's not, uh, no. I mean, and you already know this about me. I don't do scary movies. I think the podcast people know I don't do scary movies because I get freaked out very, very easily. Um, so, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, no, I don't, I, I don't know. Did you ever go to the railroad tracks on the south side? When to when supposedly uh, a bus full of children died and you can pull your vehicle up on the tracks and you it feels like you're on a downslope, but it seems as though you put your car in neutral and then your car is pushed over the railroad tracks and they say it's the souls of the children who passed away that day who uh, push your vehicle over the tracks no i've never been there but i feel like that's a useless use of your time as a soul you know you're like there forever and all your only job is to push people over a thing and that's only if one of them want to show up you know what i'm saying so you're just sitting there like do the ghost just chill out they have a little like ghost bench that they could sit on and be like oh somebody's crossing the thing today what if they're having a ghost picnic <laughs> do they have a ghost picnic every day for every hour of their that seems like a pretty useless time for the afterlife is that that's your job is to just chill and to push people along the thing. And then it's very, it's very, um, that's very precise, precise, precise. The idea that, that the person has to go to their car, put it on neutral and then the ghost will help them. But if their car is not neutral, then the ghosts aren't going to help them. Well, the legend goes that if you were, if you have your car in neutral and you let them start pushing you, and if you press the brakes, they get mad and break your windows. Uh, okay. But what I'm saying is that that's their only job. I mean, what do they do the rest of the day when there's nobody crossing the thing? Do they just, I mean, do they play ghost badminton or volleyball? I, I, I mean, I don't know. So what would you be doing in your ghost afterlife? Um, well, I mean, I believe in the Bible, so I'd be chilling with Jesus. And- <laughs> Chill. I don't think I'll be sitting in my house like haunting my wife. Um, I don't think that's really my plan. I think she's had enough of. I think at that point she had already had enough of me. She doesn't need me still around. Is there anybody you would haunt other than you? No. <laughs> and I would haunt you in weird ways. I would just like do things to drive you crazy. So like if somebody like goes to give you a hug, I would just move their hand up so it touches your face. Uh, I, I would just do little things. to Like, you would know it was me. You'd be like, Jesus, why why, why are you causing me problems in my life? And I'd be mm. like, yeah, that's what I did while I was alive. Why, why would it be any different when I'm dead? In, in my head, I would imagine that when I'm doing the, the, uh, the ghost shot, or I'm doing the follow-through by myself, when you always pretend to block me in mechanical ways, when I'm shooting the follow through, yeah, and then you block it, that you would like slap my hand or something. Yeah, 
That feels right. I mean, the best part about that is that you would not win that game against your boss if I uh, <laughs> if I was a ghost. If if that was a power of a ghost, I don't I don't know if that's the thing that ghosts do. I feel like I could cross you over as a ghost as well as a, would would you get extra powers? I I don't know. I'm not a, as I said. Never really spent much time on ghost. My uh, my information on ghost are from ghost movies. So like Frighteners, which is a really good ghost movie. Six Sense. Six Sense. Oh, we just ruined Six Sense for anybody listening to the <laughs> podcast. Oh wait, no, we didn't. Wasn't it like? Well, uh, don't say the ending. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry about the spoilers. Uh, Twenty years later. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that uh, that makes sense. Um. But yes, so having a son is pretty cool. Um, he cries a lot. And oh yeah, so one of my favorite things is that he loves my rapping. I don't know if he really loves my rapping, but he likes me talking fast. And so I'll just sit there and I'll be like, uh, I'll just be sitting there uh, and he'll be crying. And then I'll just start singing songs to keep him from crying. And, and you know, in general, you know me, I like people paying attention to me. And I always do the trick at the store. Uh, at Chipotle and all those things. Where the I trick do, you say. Do, do, our, do our listeners know what your trick is? I would imagine. So you told them like on the first episode. That you try to get free food? Uh, I'm not trying to get free food. <laughs> That's not the, the, the thought process is that it's an opportunity for me to make somebody's bad day an awesome day. And it just happens to get me free food. Uh, earlier this week, I got a free pizza from Mod Pizza, which is one of my more favorite places. Mod Pizza. Yeah. Mod is a name that I actually call my wife. We we were we refused to have stereotypical uh pet names for one another. So babe uh what else is a stereotypical baby? Okay. Honey. Alright. Out of the question. So do you call your wife peanut butter and jelly? No. Okay. That's a good one. <laughs> PB and J. Hey, honey, you're looking extra jelly. No, no, not what you should say to your wife. <laughs> I, I thought that like about 20 seconds ago, but you just walked right into it. <laughs> you're my peanut butter? That really doesn't. No. Sorry. So, favorite part being a dad, he likes your rapping or talking fast. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, like he'll. He'll, I'll be, oh yeah, so, you know, I, I love people paying attention to me, but uh, just a few, like, a few days ago, we were, like, doing the, um, we're doing the blood, we are getting, uh, like, a test, and they were, like, they cut the bottom, the cut, they, like, poke the bottom of his foot, and mm. then blood squirts out into, like, this vial, and it looks like a, it looks like a shattered vial, vial, so it looks almost like they're taking the vial and shoving it in his foot, which is not what they're doing, but it looks like that. In mm. my mind, that's what's happening. Uh, which is a terrible way to think about it, but it's the way I think about it. And so he obviously doesn't like that. And so I'll proceed to rap. And so I'm like, hey, little buddy, don't you cry. There's no reason to have those tears in your eyes. Don't you get it forever? We're just waiting here. And I hope you don't poop your diaper, my little dear. And you get it through because you're sitting. And I'm just doing that just like a silly guy. And he stopped crying. And then my wife's like looking behind me and I'm like, wait, what's happening? And I realize I'm gathering an audience of workers that mm. are like entertained by me keeping my baby from crying. Mm. And I, that's definitely not my cause. My cause is to keep that dude from crying loud. And if this works, that's cool. And so it's great to have my first fan in a few years 
My son. <laughs> Your first fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, we may have already said this, but uh, uh, Jay at times will introduce himself as a um, nation-renowned... Maybe I'm hyping that, but you, but you say, you say I say no. I'm a professional rapper, and I've traveled all over the country performing. I have, <laughs> right? But it's just like a a hype. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a hype. It sounds like I'm like been opening for Justin Bieber or something. <laughs> and the truth is, is that I would probably, if I was opening for Justin Bieber, 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 <laughs> would be that I would be opening the door, um, or I would be like opening a club that's like, you know. Uh-huh, maybe you know 10 miles away and then it just happens to be right before a show and so then i'm opening He's like, no <laughs> yeah that's probably the closest i ever got to that so no no i um i i understand that and that sometimes can sound like way cooler than it really is and then they're like wow and then this my album they're like oh that was <laughs> i mean you know did you record that on your phone no uh no it sounds way better than that yeah. uh but uh, no, no, I, I, yeah, that happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so it's funny when I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm just doing this. And, and, uh, but I love that. I love the idea that I can just make up songs and he likes them. And, you know, the cool part is the creativity. It helps me because I can just sit in a, I know that's not a word, Derek. Don't judge me with your eyes. I was actually thinking about the, is it umbilical cord or yum <laughs> yum? I was thinking about yum umbilical cord. That's a new product from, from our friends at Willy Wonka. The umbilical cord. Have you ever wanted cherry flavored umbilical cords? They're available for you. The yum. So <laughs> a new flavor from Wine Punch. The, the, the yum The irony is, I was going to ask you if you and your wife, or your just your wife. Ate the umbilical cord. Is that what it is? Some people eat it. I've left the podcast. <laughs> I, this is me on my phone walking away from Derek. Um, I've already left the room and uh, I'm just letting him sit there. So you, so you didn't eat it. That is no. <laughs> you know, some people do it. Th- those people are weird. <laughs> No. So y'all aren't the hippie kinds of eating the the umbilical cords, or I know some some of the hippies don't even like do shots or you know other procedures like. Why? Because I have a beard. I'm automatically a hippie. <laughs> I don't understand how this works. I didn't go to Woodstock. Don't understand the situation. You have some hippie qualities. You've never used a credit card. Okay. That's also a poor person quality. <laughs> 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 yeah that's so, true for the record i mean i've used a credit card but i've never had one under my name okay so for the record uh jason is not a dirty hippie uh, i mean <laughs> according to my work i am dirty um, <laughs> but not a hippie but my family's probably called me hippie before like, oh, that rapper, he's a hippie. Even though I probably, hippies probably wouldn't like rappers in general. Like, you know, I don't imagine a bunch of hippies and Tupac hanging out. It's not something I see. Right, right. But maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, does hippies even count anymore? Are you thinking hipster? Regarding you being a dirty hippie? No, you're just being mean at this point. <laughs> no, no, we're talking about hippies 
eating the umbilical cords of their babies and not taking shots or other procedures that are done to newborn babies. No, I did shots and procedures. Oh, yeah. Speaking of procedures, so we did like a circumcise them. That's what I was referring to. I wasn't sure if we, want, we wanted to use that word on the air or not. I, I, I think we're fine. I don't, I don't know. All I know is that that looks really painful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you, as an adult, you're like, okay, yeah. But you don't think about what it felt like as a kid. You don't, you're not like, oh, hey, I wonder how that felt when it got first chopped off. I mean, but if you look at, if you look at the scriptures, they talk about where the adults did it and then they were like incapacitated and so like people were able to get killed <laughs> in that situation. So I, I guess in theory, it, it's crazy. And, you know, amen to all the people that have sacrificed in that way. Um, but, man, the, the scarring on there is scary. It's like, wow, what did you just, like, take a razor blade to it and just shave it? I, I don't. How painful. <laughs> I I promise you, I, my uh, my son get extra love and extra, like, uh, extra triple antibiotic that you pour on that. Man, I, I use, like, a tube of that, like, every day. It's like, whoosh, yep. Just make sure that that dude feels soothed and nice in his diaper. I'm curious of what he would think if he heard this podcast <laughs> when he's 13. He probably, <laughs> hopefully, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. But all I know is that for me, I want to just make sure. I know that if that was me, I would make sure that I was doing, uh, I was making everything I could to, to make that not painful. And so I just, when he's crying, you never know if that's the reason why he's crying um, but man, I was so, I was like, I'm sorry, dude, I shouldn't have put you under the covenant. Because <laughs> 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 uh, it looks so painful. But, you know, as I said, if I look back at the Old Testament scriptures, you know, when adult men, I, yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. Not cool. Painful. Yeah. Painful. Not awesome. Indeed. Indeed, my friend. So you're still on paternity leave? I am. I am. I have a few more weeks left. Um, then I have to go back to work. But, uh, you know, it, it's been interesting. Been up late nights trying to do a more uh, stuff that works and works does not work. Uh, there was a point this week um, that I pretty much just, I just watched as much uh, Indian movies and it, in anime i could watch so pretty much i was just like for like six hours not speaking english does that make sense i mean i guess i was speaking english because i like was reading subtitles because obviously i don't know hindi i think i was using hindi or i do not know japanese right but uh you know i was catching up on all my random shows that i watch um and that was weird. So, but they were cool. The one I watched, uh, the Indian movie was called Baboli Part 1, The Beginning, and Baboli Part 2, The Conclusion. Which I feel like is a pretty obvious, uh, you know, uh, beginning and end. It's like, hey, this is the beginning and this is the end. Why is there an ice cream truck outside of your house at 11.30 in the evening? That's Tito. Tito? Yeah. He comes by. Uh, he doesn't serve ice cream. Oh. He serves grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> Episode one. 
reference. Grilled cheese. Oh, cheese. Yep. Yeah. He, uh, it's interesting. But, uh, yeah, in general, um, no, I don't know why that was, and I apologize. And I'm not going to edit that out, so you should just know you're just going to get to hear the random car driving through the middle of the night. Because this is late. We're like, it's like, oh, it's 11.30. I guess right now everything's, like, I go to bed at, like, 5 in the morning. And so, I guess that's late. But, yeah, so I'll, like, do work, and then I'll I'll watch shows and that stuff. You know, because really, in, in theory, I like having something that I don't have to read the subtitles because I'm holding homie, but, uh, and I don't really want to read them, but in general, it's not too bad. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, every, it's like every two hours, I got to feed him or change his diaper or just hold him. It's pretty cool, but it feels like, man, I, I just sleep all day. So then I like sleep until one in the morning, uh, one in the afternoon and then I just do it again. So it's like, this is harder than my actual job. And I get to do stuff I like to do, like watch movies and stuff. But you only do so much of that. It was like, wow. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I caught up on another season. Yay. <laughs> so. Indeed. My friend. Yeah. Indeed. Everything good in the Derek uh, G. Funk's era? G. Funk. I don't know. That's, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Everything is pretty good. Uh, I had one of, one of my, my, my boys came over today, uh, Keem. We built this lat machine for the house. Uh, in one of the rooms, we are building out um, some, uh, or rather, we're, we're building a workout room. So we have the squat rack, and we have the weights, and then we put a lat machine in there. We have our dumbbells. and So little by little, just adding to it. And a microwave for my Totino's. Pizza rolls. A microwave in the workout room? Because I'm going to be there to encourage you, just not to help you work out. But what about the microwave downstairs? It's too far. I don't want to work out to get food. Stay out of my house, Jason. Why? Because. You should already know that I installed the microwave under your lap machine. So what everybody doesn't know is Jason does not wear socks when he comes to my house. Actually, one time he did. And he insists on putting his feet on my couch, which is completely unacceptable. And, and the thing is, is, I don't have small feet, so I understand Eric's frustrations. But in the same thing, when you wear sandals, you don't think to wear socks unless you're like from the 90s. But I tell him every single time, why didn't you bring socks? I told him that he just needs to have a basket of my size socks at his house. And so the best part here is that I'm able to... Take care of his wishes and get new socks every week. <laughs> I love that idea. Don't you, Derek? No. Why not? Because. Okay. I'm tired of protecting my carpet from your feet. I, I, I'm sorry. I apologize. So the question for today... Is, um, or one of the questions, and this is the goofy question, I guess. If we have a goofy question, not a goofy question, I don't even know if that's true. If we even work that way. But the question is, is, um, what's being too frugal? I, I, I saw today one of my friends had installed a, um, had st- installed a clothesline in their, in their backyard. So they could save money th- instead of just drying their clothes in a dryer. I mean, does that really save money? 
It does. You know, I'm asking the people, not you. <laughs> well, it absolutely does. When you think about the three biggest uh, consumers of electricity in your home that drive up your electricity bill, it's going to be your air condition, your dryer, and your dishwasher. Those are going to drive the electricity bill the most when it comes to um, um, consuming. The, the, the consuming electricity is going to drive your bill up. So eliminating using the, the dryer in, in favor of hanging is something actually my wife and I have been doing for the last five months. The reason you smell so stale, like stale potato chips. <laughs> Do stale potato chips smell? I don't really know. Well, there you go. I would have never known that you use a clothesline. That's right. I mean, I don't think I pay that much attention, though. I don't think I've ever been to your yard, backyard, and be like, oh, hey, it's a clothesline out there. Do you go outside? Or nope. is it indoor? Inside. Do you have a whole Do you have a whole room that allows you to have a clothesline in Our area? guest room has a clothesline. Two of them. So, so, question. If the guests come in, do they stall the clothes there? It's just like, hey, look, look at Derek's underwear. <laughs> that happened to rhyme. <laughs> I'm a rapper <laughs> and I'm quite dapper. So we do make sure that if we have guests over that our laundry is done before. You arrive. know, we do that in our house too. I leave underwear in our guest room just for our guests. <laughs> it's not on purpose. I forget because I fold in here sometimes and then I'll forget them. Okay. I don't think Boston would appreciate your underwear in his room. I mean, they're clean underwear. Nope. I mean, whatever. I have to change his diaper like a hundred times a day. So that means he would appreciate your, your underwear? I mean, he's not seeing the floor. I got a few years until he pays attention to that. <laughs> I, that's the question. And, and you know, there are certain things I'm frugal about, but energy waste is probably my L- least. Let's hear what you are frugal about. Um, well, I don't do money haircuts, um, or my clothing. So, so they're free? Uh, no, no, I, I do my own beard shaving and I, uh, try to get a haircut probably every, pretty, until I get my haircut when people start complaining about my hair. Okay. Or when my wife's like, dude, you look like shaggy. And I'm like, oh yeah, sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, probably every three months. Now that is something that we're <laughs> <laughs> same thing with clothes. I mean, in general, I don't try to buy new clothes. I I pretty much try to use thrift stores for clothes, and you know I have probably the same probably the same ten things that I wear. But I just I don't see the point of it. I mean, and I already look stupid in like uh, throwback jerseys. Anything that a rapper would wear, I pretty much don't have. Because, like, I look dumb. So, one thing is, I don't let my friends call themselves dumb or say they look dumb or, or look stupid. So, you need to apologize for talking to about my friend like that. I'm sorry. Jason is amazing and nowhere close to being lower in the intelligence range. That's right. All right. Keep going. Derek. <laughs> Your beep. Wait, we're editing out my own stuff now? You don't even get to edit things. What? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, for all those that don't know, I just edited myself as I was talking. 
And then Derek didn't understand what I was doing. I didn't even understand what I was doing. I just thought I'd be silly. <laughs> As in, if I called myself, beep, then I have to, like, edit it out. Because Derek doesn't like when his friends call themselves or call other people beeps. So, you see what I mean? Okay. Okay. If you need to know, when I say beep, I'm saying dumb. Oh, I'm sorry, Derek, for saying that I was not smart. That's right. Okay. I forgive you. Don't Thank let, you. Don't let it happen again. I, I appreciate that. Um, but, but self-talk is so important. I know that's not the, the, the area of what sure, we're covering sure, sure. and but self-talk, I tell you, I've had a, like probably five to six conversations about self-talk over the last week or two. And messages that we tell ourselves, or messages that I rather I hear people saying to themselves about themselves, or even saying to others about themselves, it can be really sad and disheartening to hear how hard. And really, sometimes the words that you would use for yourself that you wouldn't even think of referring to a a stranger as dumb or stupid, but then you refer to ourselves. But just I just imagine all the ways that we're described in in the scriptures you know that you are valuable you are competent you are um loved and not only you are loved but you are inseparable from from god's love and uh you're worth more than many sparrows and and so i i have an entire list you know you're mighty and powerful and more than a conqueror and all that good jazz so anyway I just want to, put, want to put a little plug in there. Yeah, I think I had my mom like rebuke me about that. I was, I was holding my son. I'm like, this dude's a weirdo. She's like, what? Don't you speak my? Don't you speak about my grandson like that? Don't you speak that evil on him? And I was like, oh, I. But I mean weirdo in a good way. I don't mean it in a. He just you know has a weird snort. I just thought that was weird. But in the same way, I do see how that kind of contents can hurt somebody emotionally and so it was hard it was like oh that's not when i was i'm not trying to be um detrimental to my son (laughs) from the comments i say but yeah i mean self-speak can be something that i mean i know that it's uh it's failed me in many a time uh especially when i'm at work or something like hey jason you're not good at this or uh you're a loser or you're gonna do those things i've definitely said when i'm frustrated and i i see that that does not help me be an effective worker at that point Mm mm-hmm and then that's hard. I mean, I think that in general, that's a, uh, that's not easy. You, you s- go back to our frugal thing. So yeah, I normally don't get a haircut like for every three months. But one thing my mom said when she was like, Hey, you're a dad now. You need to actually like try on this area. And I work outside. And so having a beard is nice because it keeps uh, me from burning my face too much and that stuff. But you know, I still need to maintain that bad boy. And I do do it. And that right now, here in the last few weeks, I haven't messed with it because I'm afraid, like, I'm going to forget to clean up something and he's going to end up, like, inhaling a hair somewhere or something. Even though he gets hair on him all the time because he would always rip it out my beard and that stuff. So, but so today, so, like, this week I actually got a, actually got a haircut and a beard trim. And that was, like, over 40 bucks. Wow. Yeah, that was weird. Big spender over here. Yeah, but I realized that it makes everything... Uh, and I look pretty awesome. I, mean, I, <laughs> I know that. Fearfully, wonderfully made. Yeah, bro. yeah. My wife was appreciative. And I was like, yeah, she stuck seeing me every day. I wasn't want to have the attractive version of me. 
um, you know, uh, around her all the time. So that works out to encourage her and make her feel loved. Indeed. And, and also just, you know, see how handsome I am. Because I'm pretty handsome. Um, but, you know, and I talked to her. I was like, hey, is that an investment? Is that something we could spend money on once a month or something like that? And uh, I, I don't feel bad about that, but I think it's, I still have to, like, make sure I'm watching other things. But, you know, coupons for groceries, uh, thinking out groceries, thinking about meals and how many how many dollars I'm spending per meal. Mm-hmm. Though, I promise you, in the last uh, in the last month, I have definitely not done very well with this. Because it's like, you know, you're up all night staring with a screaming baby. You don't think, oh, yes, I need to make a nice fettuccine Alfredo today. It would only take uh, 45 minutes to pre No. It's, I'm buying some groceries. I'm going to uh, McDonald's. Give me a burger. Let's go. And so, uh, yeah, frugal stuff hasn't really been um, my biggest priority lately. But, uh, yeah, no. I, when but, I, yeah. No, just uh, speaking of frugal, uh, I was at work on Wednesday and I was in the office. And I had 30 minutes until my next meeting. And I told, told myself I can drive home in seven minutes, get into the kitchen, and ultimately drive back another seven minutes. So we have fourteen. So, have, so then I have sixteen minutes to uh, prepare um, um, a few meals. So I, so I had sixteen minutes to prepare three meals. And I, I at, at at the grocery store, I bought this package of turkey for a dollar seventy, and then I bought also a, a pack of rice for also dollar seventy. So there's three dollars and forty cents right there. And I was able to use that 16 minutes to make three meals from the turkey and the rice. And I also had some vegetables in there, which ended up being my 25, three, three meals of 25 grams of protein each. And they ended up being one meal is $1.13, second meal is $1.13, and the third meal was $1.14. So not to say that I'm better than you. Oh, I'm just saying that it was a, it was a small victory with, Actually, going to the store with somebody that I don't usually go to the store with. I usually don't go to store with friends, but I happened to go to the store with a friend, and he pointed out um, some ways to complete my meals in efficient but also um, tasty uh, manners. So that's awesome. And I made it back to work with a minute to spare. Yeah, I don't think I could pull that off. Pretty sure I would have been super late. Oh, I think I figured out what that noise is. It's you. She's using the rocker. It's fine. If everybody complains about it, then we'll deal with it later. I'll edit it out. Or I won't. Who knows? But yeah, no, so you're, in your mind, definitely clotheslining your stuff is not too frugal. It's actually a really great decision. Uh, well... Some of the data is convoluted because we started doing it right when it was heating up. In San Antonio? Sure. So as it got hotter, we started hanging up our clothes. So we started using more AC, but using less dryer. So we weren't able to see the pure data. I guess what we should be comparing it to is last year, you know, October's bill, last November, last December, last January, and February to get some true uh, figures there. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I think that... um when um yeah so so in your mind what is too frugal for me it would be mm, what would it be you know i watch those uh hoarder shows or the, like the 
the penny pincher shows where like a lady will go to a place and get like a make a pizza using all expired stuff. Whoa. Expired cheeses. That's expired too much. Expired sauces. And, and yeah, expired cheese is fine. Uh, as we've learned from episode one, you know, uh, now two expired. Well, you know, I, I uh, have this uh, goat cheese I got for a good price, but I left it in there, for, you know, way too long. And I opened that bad boy up. You know, goat cheese, uh, you, you don't want a sharp goat cheese. That's gross. Mm. Or I didn't want one, so I just threw that junk out because it's like, that's not going to work. But, uh, yeah, there's certain situations where it's like, okay, you could probably pull that off. But, yeah. Uh, and there's So I think that's fine to a point, but I don't think that I would do that whole thing. Especially, and I think she was taking care of a bunch of, like, the show I'm thinking about, she was like, she had the kids, she had all the kids from the neighborhood coming over. And she made them a pizza for less than like two dollars. Feed all of them, and it was all expired stuff. Wow, too much. And the salad was grass from her yard. Mm. Wow, actual grass? No, it was like other weeds. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that giant cabbage thing that we had in our backyard that one time? <laughs> the cabbage thing? Or you remember? The one time, or one of the many times when we had our own house, uh, and that one time that was like six foot tall yes. weeds, and then like I went, and uh, finally, uh, somebody did something. It wasn't me, I know that. Uh, it was Derek. <laughs> it was um, yeah, me. And uh. so then, but I went out and I did work on it, but I remember cutting down these insane looking cabbage looking weeds, <laughs> and I know they weren't cabbage. But I mean, I guess in theory, I could have put that as a salad and people would have not known. Um, but it was pretty great. It, our backyard that day looked like a Jurassic World. <laughs> Just like really scary <laughs> things I was afraid it was going to eat me. You know, but back to the frugal conversation. I feel like the vast majority of the population could use a whole lot of frugal tips. Because what I see in the behaviors I see around me. The behaviors that I hear about is um, excessive amounts of debt, um, you know, especially in the credit card arena, um, using money people don't have. And there's a line that seems so abrasive, but I think it's accurate that most people, and I'll put myself in that category, uh, don't know how to handle money. And part of handling money is being frugal with what we do have so we could actually invest it and potentially even, you know, retire early. It's something that my wife and I have been talking a lot about is what does early retirement look like being that we don't have uh, children and there's a, there's a lot there we have an opportunity by God's grace to um, have uh, decent jobs that bring in decent income. So, we, you know, it's something we've discussed. What does early retirement look like for us and how can we be frugal in our expenses while still enjoying ourselves. We don't ever want to rob ourselves of enjoyment or poison the neighborhood kids with pizza that's has ex- expired ingredients. I don't think, you know, we nor anybody else wants to do that outside of this one show that you watched. I mean, I try to do that every time you come over. <laughs> but that's uh, a different intention altogether. Try to poison you. I mean, I make sure your wife gets the good stuff. When's the last time I even ate over here? Yeah, you don't actually. The funny part about this is that he doesn't actually eat my food, mainly for that purpose, that he's afraid I'm trying to poison him. <laughs> and if I'm going to just mention it over the podcast that I try to poison him, I guess I should probably expect him not to want my food. 
Yep. Um. Yeah. No. I. Uh. You know. You know me, and we mentioned this earlier. Like. Yeah, I've never been a fan of credit cards or those kind of things. I, I feel like if you're gonna buy something, you want to be able to make sure that you're, um, that you have the money for it. And, and when I was doing music, I was always like that. I, I never wanted to buy more than I had. My studios were never super expensive. They were just enough to get it done. Um, because I didn't want to be in a place where I owed money at the end of the day. And then you know that drove some people crazy because you're still on a shoestring budget. But I just, if I'm going to pay for it, you know, because most of the time it was my own label, my own stuff. So I couldn't just spend crazy money. I could only spend what I wanted. And then, you know, even my friend, Saul Paul, I remember having this question before. It's like, we won our first record with Concept 7 release. We like bought like a thousand copies of it, um, pre-ordered, had it all. And we, you know, I mean, in the last, I don't even remember how many years, it was probably 10 years. We probably still have some of those copies left mm. somewhere because it's like, yeah, we did a lot of digital stuff. We did other things, but in general, that was just not a wise thing. And so I remember talking to Saul Paul and he was like, hey, no, you want to have just enough that you know you're going to sell out of and then move on. So, you know, and then I got other advice from other people and then try to figure out the things. So then what I would do I was I would I would spend a little more per copy, but I would only buy the copies I knew I was going to sell. Yeah, and then I just kept doing that, and then I always had access money to do that, and so I feel like that's just how you need to do those things. Now it also put me in weird places where I always have a beat up car that was barely running, or those kind of things because I didn't want to over, I didn't want to spend on credit or anything like that. And Derek can attest to this that probably was a bad decision sometimes, and that my wife married me with that crazy car that I had uh, still makes me laugh. Thank you again, my awesome brother-in-law who gave me that car. But it was me that uh, broke it down. So it was, when I first got it, it was actually pretty cool. Mm. Right, was it? You were there when I first got it? Maybe. Okay. You, he, Derek doesn't remember anything that's important to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. I, I do remember that we had like fluorescence uh, um, ties that we held on your bumper. Oh yeah, that was that was when my bumper fell off. Yeah, I uh, drilled some holes in there and then put some fluorescent ties to hold it together. Zip ties. Zip ties. Fluorescent zip ties. That is something that I did. So yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, and and I'm learning this right that that uh, the frugalness. You know, there's sometimes I do these things like my wife. She wanted to get like a, uh, I forget what's called now, a body pillow, because uh, you know she's pregnant and and. Uh, uh, or she was pregnant and she wanted a body pillow that could hold her belly up. And I was like, we should get used one. And she's like, that's gross. And I'm like, but I can get a used one for like $10 compared to buying a brand new one for 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. And uh, she did not agree with that statement because she didn't want somebody else's stuff all over a pillow. And I'm like, well, it could wash it. And she's like, no, it's all the stuff inside there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there are certain things I just don't think about. Uh, it was like when I first got married, I told Derek we should just move all our married friends into a, the same house together. Again, a bad decision. It would make a great reality TV sh- uh, TV show, but probably not a real life thing. If like me and Derek, like Derek was in one room and I was in the other one with our wives, yeah, that probably would have gone bad um, for us. And then with our other friends, that would have been pretty. Bad. I said great TV, not real good lifestyle choice. Um, 
Uh, bad TV, bad lifestyle, bad everything. <laughs> well, I think it's bad TV, but good TV that would make money. That's money making TV, brother. Yeah. No. Well, you know, that's why I'm the one that has the money making ideas here. <laughs> you have to go off my entrepreneurial coattails all the time. So, um,. Are we going to get into the serious question? I think we have about 15 minutes left. Yeah, yeah let's go for it. Let's do the serious All question. Right. So I'm going to take this back probably about six years ago. Six years ago, um, my wife and I, we were boyfriend and girlfriend then. We sat down with a married couple. And one of the, the statements that the husband made to me has resonated with me through the years and has really been coming up uh, recently. And it's something I, I wanted to explore a little bit on the show as uh, Jay, you and I discuss. Um, he brought up this concept that he always wants to be the one who uh, who takes the bullet for his wife, and and, not, and and he was talking about not so much, well, naturally, absolutely, physically, but also um, any verbal criticism. If if somebody was gonna look bad, then it was gonna be him, and he wouldn't. He would never put himself in a situation where. Uh, or put them in a situation where um, the blame or the fault was aimed at the wife, where he slid the ownership to her and didn't own it himself. And and I say that because I, I'm wondering, you know, Jay, what your thoughts are. Not that if you agree with that. I think I think as uh, men who are trying to be um, men of God, men of respect. That we agree with that, you know. Let's protect our wife from criticism, our wives from criticism, and things of that nature. Now, maybe we can explore some situations that might occur where um, where this happens, you know. And and it might be um, a friend is uh, trying to come over, for example, and. Um, and the husband, you know, husband's like, you know, okay with it, but the wife is not. And ultimately the decision is made to not have him come over. Does the husband say, um, does the husband say that, you know, it was with my wife or, or does he say it, um, no, 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 uh, it's not going to be a good time. It'd be very intentionally vague. And if that's the case, is that true for every situation? And are there situations and circumstances when well, maybe if it's the inner circle where they have a little bit more transparency as to what happened? Um, and I, so I wanted to kind of explore that. If it's as simple as no, every single time, no matter what, be vague and 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 don't ever you know share the the factors that went into the decision versus. Um, Saying, "Oh, yeah, yeah, what wife wasn't feeling it today?" Are there maybe like an inmost circle that that gets to hear kind of the raw, real um, information there, or is that just you? You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, no, and I think it also matters the the audience, I guess. Right. Exactly. Um, you know, like if it's if it's her boss, obviously you're gonna you're gonna make sure that you're putting that on that because you want to make it you know look like you're the one that's not having problems <laughs> you know uh, you know you want to be in a place but mm, that's a hard one in that no i agree i think i in most situations i want my wife to look good around people 
I'm not going to lie or, you know, that situation. And I feel like if people know her and if I feel like, I also think it matters who I'm talking to. So back to the audience thing. So like, if it's you, um, then I'm probably going to be a little more detail oriented, mainly because, um, I've looked to you and your wife for advice in my marriage before. And so I definitely always want to have y'all's input on what's going on, but I'm not going to throw it under the bus. Like, well, you know, I know you want to come over, but she's not uh, feeling it. And she just isn't really liking you right now because of that decision that you made, which is not a true statement, but I'm just saying, yeah. um, in that situation, but I probably would be a little more open with you about the situation, but I would still probably put the slight towards me. Um, but I want to make sure that people know where our actual relate. I don't want somebody to be like, uh, you know, see me hear all the stuff and then come to our house one day, uh, there to help us. And then I be open and they're like, Whoa, you were like <laughs> totally deceitful. Mm. And there was a lot of issues here. And I, you know, even the last few months I've got to hear a few friends, um, where the spouse acted differently than I expected. And I thought the spouse was a certain kind of person. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't, they were not of good character. They were not mm-hmm. truthful. And that's hard to hear, especially when you expect somebody to be good and you see them at church, you see them wherever you see them as a good person. And you find out more and more that, Hey, they weren't as they weren't up to snuff or standard that we expected. Um, does that make any sense? Am I totally it does, off topic? It does. And, and, and that's something as I'm thinking more and more and, you know, and my wife and I, you know, we're transitioning from being being around um, a number of single people um, frequently, and we're, we're transitioning to being more involved with our our married, our the marrieds group, and with our church fam, and I and what I'm asking myself is how can I think more and more like a great husband? How can I think more and more like a mature husband? And and then when is that situation? And, uh, when, when it goes, no, let me, let me just say, this is not going to work for us. And I just say clear, it's true. It's accurate. You know, her is us, you know, my wife is us, um, versus, oh, no, no, like, uh, my wife wasn't on board with that. And that's ultimately, uh, the reason why. So I'm just, you know, wrestling with that. I'm, I'm, uh, I like to be transparent. I like to be real and honest. But there's another level of consideration that I, I know that I, I, I'm, I'm still growing in and, and I need to grow in continually um, in this area of um, what perception am I giving of my wife? Yeah. When I when things like that, sometimes that has nothing to do with the person. It might be she, you know, she's tired or something like that, for example. Sure. Um, so I, I know that in the in the in the, you know, jobs previous and those kind of things. That I've had it where bosses are like, well, the reason you're getting in trouble today is because of our boss. Because our boss doesn't like you or because our boss thinks this. And then they, they are kind of like, uh, they're like saying, hey, it's nothing to do with me. It's everything to do with this other person. And the problem with no matter how good of a heart you have, comments like that slowly erode um, any kind of trust that you had with a person and it starts causing you to feel 
anger towards them, even though if you're trying to forgive them in that situation. And I feel like as a husband in the same way, like if every time I try to come to your house and you were like, Hey, Jason, you can't come over cause, cause Angelita doesn't like you. Um, and you were just totally honest in that situation. Why then would I want to invest in my friendship with her? If she just doesn't like me and well, and you know me, it would probably encourage me to try harder. <laughs> um, but you know, in that situation, and, and you know this enough about me, and then that's something I do. I I try to make sure that I have she has she has an invested interest in me as her friend. So she knows I'm gonna hang out with you, but she knows that I'm not afraid to talk to her about my day and not afraid to tell her dumb stuff about what's going on with me because I want her to know that I see her as a different person and not just Derek's wife. Um, and that's important. And I want people to do that same for my wife, but I definitely don't want somebody to have, um, resentful thoughts towards my wife because whatever the situation is. And in the same situation, I also want to be able to, uh, one thing I would do is I would talk those things out. Um, if she's like, Hey, I don't want Derek to come over and I'd be like, why? And she's like, well, I'm just tired of seeing him. And I'd be like, Hey, is that the kind of heart we really want to have in this situation? Um, and then, you know, she'd be like, uh, no. Well, at least then I can feel really good about, well, we're just not doing this today um, or that situation. But at least I've talked out with my wife, my her feelings and emotions towards that situation. And I think that's important. I think I, I when I get with people and stuff, I always, I, and when I'll talk on this podcast, I feel like communication in your relationship is the most important thing you can do. And so if you have convictions, you need to share that with your wife. If you have thoughts, you need to have those things. Now, you need to know timely when to share those things. You definitely don't want to put yourself in a place where you're like, um, you know, she's like, hey, clean up your underwear. And you're like, well, you need to comb your hair once. You know, uh, there's certain times you just don't have those. You don't do those things. And this is, again, the whole point of protecting people's images. And again, you don't want to hinder people investing their time in somebody you love. And again, um, that's important because those relationships can be the game changers a lot of the time. And, and I, I, I always try to encourage people, encourage your spouse to have friends, encourage them to have people that hold them accountable, that love them. I know that you want to be around them all the time, but mm-hmm. give them a chance to leave the house and hang out with somebody else. Yeah. And, and then there are, I mean, I know I'm the kind of person that if my uh, if my wife is off for the day, I become very unproductive. Even if like you know, because I only work four days a week and then I'm off three, and so two of those days a week I I'm able to do a lot of stuff and I can be a little more productive and get things done. But when my wife calls in sick or has those things, I don't do anything those days because I just want to be around her. I just want to be with her, and that can be sometimes unproductive in that. Yeah, I want to be with her and around her, but I still need to do stuff. Right. And in the same idea, like, yeah, people love that. But you also want to give somebody a chance to build their own relationships. And I think that that's what that kind of, that's why I would, that's why I think protecting somebody, taking the bullet in that situation makes sense. Because you're not hindering relationships. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Um, but yeah, I think that that's a, that's a way to go. And I think... Um, if you have any uh, questions uh, or want to expand on that um, topic, please send us some emails or send us a Twitter. Oh, you can go to uh, at 
freestyle advice at Twitter and you can uh, send us a, put a, uh, put a hashtag uh, uh, questions for the uh, for questions for freestyle advice. And then uh, we'll uh, check it out and uh, you know, that'd be cool. Um, but if nobody asks us questions, we'll just keep asking ourselves questions until <laughs> <laughs> episode 104, until we get two followers. And uh, then we'll just answer their questions every week. So if you want to be the first two people to um, just live your life with our advice, we love that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. You freestyle going to hop in here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Well, I'll do freestyle about what happened to us today, um, our conversation. And... Uh, uh, if you could, uh, is there any other things we need to share with the people? I would buy the ad freestyle advice is our Twitter handle or it's our ads as Jason calls it. Um, so that's the information. Send us questions. It might be silly questions, life questions, uh, something you're going through that we, we can, um, unpackage and, uh, and, and share about on the show. Uh, we won't ha- we won't expose you or share your name um, or anything like that. Uh, we can get a chance to uh, just talk about the situation. You know, life happens to us, and it's it's uh, very helpful to um, you know many advisors make victory sure. All right, well let's start the song. Okay, so here we go. All right. Yep. Okay. Now here I go, talk about a different day in the time. I could talk about freestyles, rocking these rhymes. And now we got a simple day talking about my baby who is amazing in all of his ways. And hey, he has a lot of poop, a little more than me. And if I couldn't see all the things that I'd be and how this poop turned green from black to red. I don't even know what's going on. It's messed up in my head. <laughs> then I keep on looking because it still don't go. Then we talked about Derek's day, walking it slow. And then he said he had a good time, but he never seen am i even remember what we're talking about i can be hey only if i get it go huh i could take it because i'd make it slow huh i could talk about being a frugal guy and try to save money with expired food and i still don't understand what i am doing if i flip it through and then i try to poison you with all the things i do and ah, i don't use credit cards never did only if i knew what i was doing as a poor kid and i kept on going saying what i feel and derek wasn't chilling because he knew it wasn't real and he uses a clothesline every single day and tries not to make it up in any way hey and then he does it because he hangs his own under in his bathroom in his bathroom and keep it square <laughs> only if i knew what i couldn't say and only if i breathing because my words are the way if i get through now it's all the same and then we go in for the light and rearrange ain't talk about frugal life in the frugal light but inside the light that makes me want to fight oh but then it's trying to protect your wife that's cool and sometimes i can remember what i used to do yeah and see i wanted to be Respected and loved by the people around the G so they can invest time with her. So I have to do that. So why looking like the word and what's the real point of throwing them out? Trying to make them look bad without that bout. It is your spouse. You got to do what you do and pursue what you're thinking because the life is the shoes. Uh, yes. And anyways, I was talking about all these cool things that happened to me. Walk about. Yeah. I had fun and I be, is there a word I forgot, Derek? Please tell me, hey, is there anything else I could add to this song, Derek? Anything you think of? Workout room? 
Oh yeah, we'll have that. So talk about a workroom breaking it through. Derek just got a lap machine and he's so cool. And I installed a microwave under it all. And I'm not allowed in his house because my feet are stinky, y'all. Only if I get it because I never see. Huh. I wasn't thinking about the things I be. Huh. But now I'm breathing because I want to be a different man that goes down. And yes, I am an MC. I talk about it all the time and how I rap and how I used to react to things that I could fact. Oh yeah, my little boy. He loves when I rap, when I say, you're a young man, and I love the facts. Hey, I love you, little dude. This is what I do to do. As you're trying to clean up your do, I still think you're cool. And I be telling them, you're going to be a man, and I love you with everything that I have. Feel the stand, and I'm going to be there, no matter what you say, no matter how you feel it, no matter what you do. Son, I will love you with all my heart. I sing this every day, and I'm not going to stop. Uh, I'm going to keep on going, living like I'm flowing, when I'm breathing for the people knowing what I'm knowing. Ah, guess that's the end of my song. I let it through. I hope you'll have a good night keeping it true. Hey. Hey.